Welcome to Talking HR Compliance, a podcast made for small businesses. We're going to spend the next 15 minutes, give or take, talking about HR and employment law matters. But you probably know them better as those things you can never keep track of and are always causing you trouble. If that sounds like you, then you've come to the right place. Sit back and let our HR and employment law experts do the talking. Hello and welcome to Talking HR Compliance. I'm Jamie Lizotte, the HR and Tech Compliance Solutions Manager at ComplyRight, as well as your host for this podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about something I think most employers really probably dread having to deal with in the office, and that's politics. And as we all know, it is an election year, and with everything going on around us right now, politics are big and sometimes very heated discussion. Now, however, as an employer, you can still maintain a safe and productive work environment during these times if you are proactive. Um, That means you want to set standards, put policies in place, hang posters, and definitely be open with your employees about these types of conversations. So with that being said, we've received some questions from listeners specifically about how to handle politics in the workplace. So we're going to answer some of those today. So let's jump in and get some of those answered. Now, the first question is, at my company, we encourage employees to register and to go out and vote. Is that okay? And uh, the answer here is definitely. Um, It's fine for businesses to support the right to vote, um, but it does have to be completely impartial. Um, You never want to steer employees toward voting one way or another. Um, And you want to keep in mind that many states do have laws that actually require you to provide time off for your employees to go vote. Um, And some of those states do get specific about how much time you actually need to provide. So you want to really make sure that you check your state and local laws. Um, So again, it's definitely, um, you know, uh, fine for businesses to support the right to vote. You just want to make sure you don't steer them in any direction uh, towards a, a certain party or a certain candidate. And make sure you check your state and local laws for any time you must provide. The next question is, what discipline is appropriate if I see a political argument? Well, um, you definitely want to make sure you nip that in the bud right away. Um, So if you see or learn of a situation that does cross the line, then you really want to follow the same disciplinary process that you would um, with any other inappropriate behavior in your business. Um, that does include, you know, verbal counseling um, and even written warnings. Um, now, if the situation is potential harassment, then you may need to actually do a formal investigation of the matter. Um, but, you know, the you want to remember that the best way to prevent workplace disruptions is to educate your employees on proper behavior. So it kind of goes back to what I talked about at the beginning is being proactive, having conversations with your employees and setting those expectations ahead of time. The next question is, as an employer, can I discipline an employee's political activity outside of work? Well, this is a great question um, because, you know, sometimes you don't want them to think that um, they're promoting your company in a certain way that they're uh, um, with their political beliefs and stuff. But technically, at-will employment means that private employers can discipline employees for any lawful reason, and that does include for behavior that violates company policy, even if it is after hours. So, um, you know, a good example um, is harassment. 
and it can occur outside of the office and even during personal time. However, instances of offensive political activity that do violate your company policy, they, you know, they are very rare. And many states do protect political expression and even activities outside of the workplace. So unless an employee um, has misrepresented your company's position, um, like, you know, connected your company to their political opinions without your permission, or even somehow participated in any other political activity that negatively affects your company, then you really shouldn't pursue discipline. But you want to keep in mind that the protection for employees' political expression, um, as well as other off-duty contact, it does vary by state. Now, I want to give you an example. Some states actually make it illegal to take adverse action against an employee on the basis of political affiliation for voting preferences. So you always want to proceed with caution when it comes to these instances so that you can avoid discriminating against employees for engaging in political activity. And of course, as always, make sure to check your state and local laws if you have any that you need to abide by. The next question moving on here is, can I prohibit political activity on my company email? And probably a surprising answer, question, answer here, I should say, but the answer here is absolutely. Um, and this should definitely be included in your policy if you have one um, or if you're going to implement one. Um, all you need to really do is simply state company email may not be used to engage in political activities. It's as simple as that. And obviously you wanna make sure that your employees um, understand and acknowledge that they've received that policy and agree to abide by it. Our next question here is, I've overheard some employees engage in race-based name calling when arguing over politics. What can I do? Well, um, there really are no special rules or restrictions um, on enforcing your anti-harassment policy, specifically regarding politically oriented speech, but it may be helpful to implement effective policies and even training to prevent and even respond to such conduct that may happen in your company. So, you know, a good thing to do is really use the upcoming election season to help remind your staff that the company takes fairness, um, inclusion, and respectful conduct um, in your um, company seriously. Um, and you can definitely continue to enforce a zero tolerance policy against harassment, which means that you would not tolerate any form of race-based name calling whatsoever in any regards. Um, and that obviously does include when they're talking about politics. Um, and if anything does happen, those incidents should definitely be investigated immediately and addressed with appropriate remedial action under your specific harassment policy that you have implemented in your company. Our next question we received is, I received a complaint that an employee is posting pro-Trump campaign messages in his cubicle. Can I legally ask him to remove them? And again, the answer here is absolutely. Um, as a private employer, um, you know, you can have a workplace policy that actually forbids displaying any political messaging for or against a particular candidate, a particular party, or even a particular position. However, 
you have to be consistent and neutral in your enforcement of that policy. Um, you can't allow certain employees to display materials, but not theirs, um, especially if maybe that employee agrees with what your views are as the owner. Um, but you want to make sure that you're fair and consistent across the board. Um, and it's definitely always a good idea to have the policy in writing and make sure your employees acknowledge that, um, that policy for proper documentation. That way, there's no he said, she said, and if anything happens, when you go to discipline that employee, if for any reason they disregard it, um, you know, you have the documentation that they signed and said they would abide by it. Okay, now our, moving on to our last question that we have to answer for today's podcast. This question is, can I legally ask employees not to discuss certain political matters on social media or monitor their social media accounts. Okay, um, this is a tricky one. Um, you know, you can definitely have a policy, uh, you know, a policy prohibiting employees from discussing politics on social media. That could actually violate laws regarding lawful off-duty activities. Um, so you wanna be very careful there. Um, and then another issue about this is that, you know, such restrictions, because they are so limited, um, you know, that could limit your protected concerted activity, um, such as union membership or discussion of workplace conditions. And that's protected by National Labor Relations Act, which is the NLRA. Um, so in this case, my, you know, our suggestion and best practices is probably to simply restrict employees from posting anything on social media using company time or company computers. Um, and like we mentioned earlier, you can definitely restrict your employees from affiliating themselves, um, you know, if they are associated with any um, political <clears throat> activities going on outside from affiliating your, themselves with your business in association with what they're doing outside of the office. Um, but again, the most important thing here is to make sure that you have policies and those are in writing. Um, definitely make sure you, that you distribute those to all employees and that they acknowledge them. So again, you have all of that documentation written and in your records. All right, so that concludes today's episode. And again, I hope these questions we answered will help you navigate through voting season and maintain both a safe and still productive environment at the same time while making sure that you are still remaining compliant because we know that's so important. And I know it sounds like a lot, but we know you can do it, and that's why ComplyRate is here to help. Remember, you can always check out our website to review on-demand webinars, tip sheets, and even in-depth e-guides on various compliance topics, even politics in the workplace like we just discussed. And don't forget, follow us on social media to stay up to date and make sure that you keep an eye out for our next podcast. So until next time, stay safe, happy voting, and happy complying. Thanks for tuning in to Talking HR Compliance. If you still want more, you can subscribe, review, share with your friends. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Make sure you don't miss any future episodes of Talking HR Compliance.